I meet people on the street or at book signings, and they tend to treat me as if they know me, as if we're connected. It's great. Judy Bloom. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. Some of you may know that we've been attending more in-person events this past couple of months, and we hear this question at these kind of events. The question is, what am I supposed to do with these things? You've published your book. You're flooding social media with the fact that you have a book, but you have to do a lot of in-person things because people like to have that human connection. Like the quote from Judy Bloom. people start to treat their authors as if they know them, as if they're connected. And you can't know that if you constantly sit behind your computer chair. And I'm with you. I am having horrified screaming because I actually have to meet human people. Now, to answer the question, what am I supposed to do at these kind of events? We're going to break it down into three major categories. Finding an event that suits you, preparing for the event, and then what to do while you're actually at the event. The important thing to start is to find the right events for you. Talk to your local library. They may have some local author fairs. Local bookstores may have some author fairs that they'll do. Some people find a lot of success going to farmer's markets and like craft fair sort of situations. Your local writing clubs also often have a book festival event that they'll host once a year or so. But don't neglect the things that aren't book events. I will go to Comic-Con to sell my books because the first book starts at a Comic-Con. Those are my target audience. If you write high fantasy and you've created this fantastic magic system, people at Renaissance fairs are going to love your book. So those are good things to be keeping an eye out for that aren't book events that you can still have a book stall for. After you've been to that first event then you open more opportunities to attend other events. So talk to the people at the events, even if you're just attending. Hey, what other types of events do you do? You can work together to find more events and be more successful. Because that's the biggest thing about finding an event to sell your book, is finding an event where you will have your target audience. Who is your target audience? Go where they are. So you've booked a spot and it's next week. What do you do between now and then? There are a lot of things that you can do to prepare. We've kind of done some trial and error. We figured out things that work and don't work. So we're going to help share ways that you can prepare ahead of the event so that it goes a lot smoother for you. The first one we want to suggest is transporting all of your books and other stuff. So a lot of people have collapsible wagons. We use collapsible boxes because once you're all set up, you don't want to be covered in cardboard boxes and other things that you use to get everything to your booth. I have these plastic tote things I got at Costco where you can fold in the sides and it collapses down into like a nice flat thing. So we can tuck it out of the way and get it cleared so we're not having to step over a bunch of stuff. The next thing that you want to make sure is having a variety of options for people to pay you. Some people only show up to these events with a very small amount of cash, but they'll have a card available if people have card readers. 
So we highly suggest having some card reader option like Square. You aren't creating an obstacle for them to purchase your book. Those digital payment options without having to scan a card, we highly suggest signing up for a couple of those so that if they don't have a card or you don't have a card reader or they don't have cash, you still have another way to get paid. Variety is your best friend for these kinds of events because people show up with all forms of payment. Another way to prepare for these events is to think about the freebies and goodies, the stuff that you're giving away and not necessarily selling. At one of the last events we went to, our booth companion, somebody in the booth right next to ours, was doing a prize giveaway. That's a great idea. We have done more than one raffle basket at an event that we've thrown. However, the problem with her giveaway is that she was giving away a copy of her book, which drove people away from buying it because there was the chance to win it instead. One of the things that I really like to do at these events is to make friends with the people around me in other booths. So I always try to keep cold water at our booth so that we can give it away when things start getting hot. And that will give you a lot of that human connection that you need. So we had people coming over specifically to our booth because they heard we were giving away water. And then that got them interested in what the podcast was about, in what our books were about. And it started that conversation because we were drawing them in with something else. Something else that you can offer is a way to sign up for your newsletter. And then the final thing is to make sure you have business cards or bookmarks, some small thing that people can take with them if they don't have the funds to pay for something right now, but it reminds them that your book, that your product exists. Another thing to make sure you pack is a pen so you can autograph these books. A lot of people attend these kind of events because they want an autographed first edition. And if you can't autograph them, it loses a little bit of value to your potential audience. Try to get a pen that won't smear. So a felt tip is a really good option. I don't recommend an actual Sharpie, like the full tip Sharpie, but you can use kind of equivalents to that. And then, of course, don't forget the books. I have learned from personal experience, always order way earlier than you think you need to. So you've picked an event, you've done all the preparations for the event, you are now there and setting up And it's terrifying because there are so many people wandering around and it is chaos. Remember those goodies, those freebies that we talked about earlier? Use them to lure people to your booth. It's very common to have people sort of study your booth from afar to decide if they want to come up. If you see someone do that and you hold out M&Ms toward them, come to me. Luring them in with those giveaways, especially the calories, the water, something that they don't have to feel any sort of guilt attached to taking it, will get them closer so you can spark up that conversation. And then make sure you take time with that conversation. If somebody comes up and you're talking to someone already, don't let that person you're talking to already go. Just start including everybody into the conversation. I feel like having a second person at the booth, if it's possible, is a huge advantage in this way. Because if I'm talking with someone and then someone else comes up, you can talk to them while I'm talking to this other person. And I know this is a social nightmare for people like me. 
but for one day, for a couple of hours, you can do it. I believe in you. Because that's the best way to sell your book is to be a person. So let's say someone has come to your booth and they realize that maybe your book isn't in their field. Start asking them about their friends and family. If you feel like you're losing them and losing the sale to them, get their imagination directing the sale to someone else they know. Another good recommendation is to not be stingy. So if you can, buy books from other vendors that you're interested in, because that may get a mutual trade so that they'll buy your book as well, or they'll be able to promote your book or be like, hey, you should check out this booth as well, whatever. There's a good community building opportunity by supporting fellow authors. And supporting the people behind the scenes at whatever event. If this particular library that you've attended this event at says, oh yeah, I remember that author. They were great. They brought us chocolates for the volunteers behind the scenes. And we really liked working with this person. Then that word of mouth gets around to other libraries and it's going to open a lot more doors for you. So being stingy, especially right at the beginning, can be shooting yourself in the foot. And don't despair if there aren't a lot of people at the event or stopping by your booth. It's okay to not get a single sale. A lot of the purpose of these events is just getting out there so you start becoming known within the community. I know we've talked about this before, but it takes somewhere around like seven or more times of seeing a thing before people will buy the thing, depending on what the thing is. Another quick note, if you're autographing, don't autograph your books ahead of time. If you pre-autograph stuff, it feels less personal to your audience. So as you're autographing, ask them their name. Put a little inscription. I often use keep up the good fight because combat is key to my writing style. And that's something I know I need to get better at because I'm not good at thinking on my feet like that. So I just sign my name and half the time I sign the wrong name. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Here's a special edition of my signature. (laughs) One of the overall tips that will help you get better at these book signings is to attend book signings. Figure out the pieces that you like and that you don't like. Figure out what compelled you toward a booth. Was it a banner? Was it someone trying to throw M&Ms at you? What was it that brought you to booths? And what was it that made you kind of just glance past them? We always suggest having someone else there, have a second person so that if you are selling at the event, you have a chance to get up and walk through, see what other people are doing, see what works for other people without having to constantly sit and babysit your booth. And I think the most important piece to remember is that when you're at these events, be friendly, be open, try to smile. I will always remember at the last event that we'd gone to, afterwards as we're kind of packing up. But I had somebody kind of walk over intentionally to us and say, thank you. Thank you for all of the positivity and the kindness coming from your booth, because that made a big difference in the event today. And that's something that will help that person and the other people that experienced the Writing Roots booth to remember us because we were involved in more than just sitting behind our table and trying to sell our books. So connect with people. The human condition is so much of what we write about, and you can use that to connect with potential readers, to be their next favorite author. 
But of course, they won't be reading if you don't write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 